Good afternoon. I feel very privileged to be able to speak to everybody, and I hope that we can hear from God through it. <clears throat> Let's pray before we start. Dear Lord, thank you for this day, and thank you for all these people who have come together, and not just for friends and family, but to seek you. And Lord, I pray that we would turn our eyes upon you and that we would be willing to let go. In Jesus' name, amen. Are you losing your life? Seems like maybe a trick question. Should you be losing your life? Let's turn to the book of Exodus. We have this, um, chapter 7. We have the story of God bringing the children of Israel out of Egypt and his mighty act that he did there. And a lot of the focus is on Moses and Aaron, as it should be, and how they obeyed God through all of that. But the character of Moses, I mean, sorry, the character of Pharaoh, I think is often overlooked. And I see us as Christians in the character of Pharaoh. And it's, it's a, it can be a warning to us and it can teach us how we are. So Exodus chapter 7, verse 16, we'll start. And God had decided to bring the children of Israel out of Egypt. And that was decided, and that was going to happen. And he used, called Moses um, and Aaron to go to Pharaoh and be the spokespersons for God. So let's start um, verse 16, Exodus 7, 16. And you shall say to him, the Lord God of the Hebrews has sent me unto you, saying, let my people go that they may serve me in the wilderness, but indeed until now ye would not hear. And afterwards started the plagues. This is the call to let go. Think of this from Pharaoh's perspective. He had these slaves, and they were probably very profitable for him. They were building him bricks, cities, all sorts of things. And he didn't want to let them go, of course. Um, And he was holding on to them very tightly. And it seems like maybe before he... It says, but indeed, until now, you would not hear. So maybe before he even he was told um, to let them go. And he would not, right? Pharaoh refuses, and his heart was hard, and he will not let them go. 
Think about this for our lives as Christians. We have dreams, we have friends, we have things we want to do, things we have. What if God is asking us to let go of those things? Are we willing or do we have a hard heart like Pharaoh? Let's turn now to Exodus 8 and verse 8. So there's some different things Pharaoh does. Um, Moses is just coming again, 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 and saying, let my people go. And he will not. Exodus 8, verse 8. Then Pharaoh called for Moses and Aaron and said, entreat the Lord that he may take away the frogs. So Moses, um, or God has sent frogs to plague the land. Take away the frogs from me and from my people, and I will let the people go, that they may sacrifice to the Lord. So this was a partial release. He's saying, okay, fine, I'll let them go. Kind of. They can go, um, but it's conditional. Sorry, it's not partial release. Conditional release. If you do something, then I will let them go. And we do this with God. We say, God, if, if you take away this person or if you fix this situation, then I'll let it go. But no, that's not God's intent. It shouldn't be conditional. And then down in verse 28, we see partial release. So Pharaoh said, I will let you go that you may sacrifice to the Lord your God in the wilderness. Only you shall not go very far. Intercede for me. So you can go, but don't go very far. Make sure you come back. And we do this too, don't we? We say, okay, I'll let it go for a short time. And then I want it back. God is looking for complete surrender. more partial release. And this, this is how Pharaoh was throughout this. And, the, and this whole time, these plagues are happening. Water turned to blood, frogs, lice, flies, dead animals, boils, hair, hail, darkness, locusts, death of the first, firstborn, all these things. And they're destroying his land right there in front of him. Let's turn to chapter 10. starting in verse 7. Then Pharaoh's servant said to him, How long shall this man be a snare to us? Let the men go that they may serve the Lord their God. Do you not know that Egypt is destroyed? Pharaoh was holding so tightly, he didn't realize what his land, what was happening to his land. I mean, just all the animals dying, that's huge. The crops being destroyed. His land was being devastated around him, but he was holding on. And his servants are like, Pharaoh, voice of reason. And then he says, it's more partial release, right? So Moses and Aaron were brought again to Pharaoh, and he said to them, go serve the Lord your God. Who are the ones that are going? 
And Moses said, We will go with our young and our old, with our sons and our daughters, with our flocks and our herds. We will go, for we must hold the feast of the Lord. Then he said to them, The Lord hath better the Lord had better be with you when I let you and your little ones go. Beware, for evil is ahead of you. Not so. Go now, you who are men, and serve the Lord, for that is what you desired. And they were driven out from Pharaoh's presence. And they weren't sent out of Egypt. Right after this is another plague. This was unacceptable to God. Pharaoh said, okay, you can go. But again, it was a partial release only some of it. We, we also do that. We say, okay, I'll let it go, God. Kind of. Partially. This ultimately led to Pharaoh's destruction. Verse, uh, sorry, chapter 14. Verse 27. Exodus fourteen twenty seven. And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and when the morning appeared, the sea returned to its full depth, while the Egyptians were fleeing into it. So the Lord overthrew the Egyptians in the midst of the sea. Then the waters returned and covered the chariots, the horsemen, and all the army of Pharaoh that came into the sea after them. Not so much as one of them remained. And I'm not sure whether Pharaoh died or not. But let's just say he didn't. Imagine him going back to Egypt. He was left with nothing. His land was destroyed. Egypt is a beautiful land with lots of crops. Imagine it destroyed. The animals dead and just the crops gone. It was destroyed. And all of his army, all of his army just gone. This is obviously a example of what not to be. And it should be a challenge to us when we see ourselves in Pharaoh. And that needs to lead us to action. God will have his way. I said this at the start. God decided to bring the children of Israel out. And it was going to happen. And it did. Despite what Pharaoh tried, how Pharaoh tried to stop it. And of course, God used that as a mighty work. God will have his way. Christ ultimately is our example of what we need to do. Think about how he gave up his life, right? He came to, earth, came to the earth, and he didn't just say, oh, well, I'm doing my father's business, and it's really profitable, and, and I'm going to grow it, and that's it. No. He'd already given up his life. Think about when he was 12. He was already about his father's business. He'd already given up his life way back then. Another example is more modern day is Jim Elliot. We think of how he gave up his life to spread the gospel in Ecuador. But really, he had given up his life way back before that, 
He'd given up his life, I think, before college. Are you willing to give up your life? Now? Let's turn to Luke 9. Luke 9, verse 23. This is so clear. Can't miss it. Then he said to them all, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake, the same shall save it. Lose your life for his sake. 